When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Quite a number of the people I've spoken to in the last couple of weeks, even people in very distressing and imminently stressful situations, have a perfectly good relationship with their landlord. Suzanne, you were saying people shouldn't blame their landlords here, for the most part anyway. Um, it's it's the government should be getting the blame. I think that, I think that vibe is out there. Good morning. Well, you know what, yeah, good morning, PJ. You know what, PJ, it might be out there, but there are some politicians then who are putting it back on the landlords. Now, I'm not a landlord, and to be quite honest, I would never want to be a landlord in Ireland, given all that's going on. Me and you both, girl. Yeah, um... I think that, like, we know what Paul Murphy said the other day in the Doyle, you know, about, oh, stay, stay put, you know, don't move, you know, um, which is a dreadful thing to do to the landlords, but it's completely understandable for the actual poor tenants who are being put out. But PJ, well done for holding Con Keller to account there now. And in my opinion, I would love it if you contacted in writing every single councillor and ask them to account for why the APS, why people aren't, staff aren't being redeployed to the APS, because I'm quite sure they'll come up with, oh, we don't have the staff. There are plenty. In the time of COVID, they were able to redeploy medics, they were able to redeploy mm-hmm. nurses. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is as bad, PJ, for an awful lot of people. It's arguably worse, what, Suzanne. It is. I mean, PJ, I'm down the marina now, and I'm here waiting for, um, for Fergal to call me for the last hour. It's freezing, excuse my language. And can you imagine being homeless with your children? Yeah. And this is April, you know? I'm sorry. It's a long time, and you know now that I've taken a break, and I'm not, you know, I try not to let things rankle me. But I am so angry with the government over this. And it is the government to work for our fault. They brought in the eviction ban with knowing, giving six months, whatever, to it, fine, fair enough. That was the window for them to get everything sorted out. If they weren't going to get it sorted out, they should never have brought it in. Because all it has done is upped the ante and put off the inevitable. And likewise, I can see why some politicians are saying, well, it's only putting off the inevitable if it's kept in place until next January, and it's not fair to land. Thing is, you see, Suzanne, you know this... And Leo Radker was on the news again there at 10, played that clip. We might see if we can get it actually and play it out ourselves on the show. He's insisting that if they kept it in place, it would only make matters worse. Now, I was I, listening, listening yeah. to an interview on Saturday with Sister Stan, and I would respectfully yes. suggest she's forgotten more about homelessness than Leo Radker will ever know. Yes, and she's, And she said, a woman in her 80s, she said, have you noticed they're the only ones saying that? 
Yeah. Nobody yeah. else is saying it'll only make it worse except the government. Well, the only thing I would say about that, PJ, is it will only make it worse if the government don't get their act together and get their job done, getting the houses available to people. It's appalling. There are houses in Carrigaline that haven't been moved into. There are houses in um, the one you were talking about that haven't been moved into. PJ, there are houses that are being very slowly put through, excuse me, where the council have supposedly given the okay for buying private houses. You know the houses that we talk about being boarded up, the council houses. They Mm -hmm. say, oh, we don't have the staff, we don't have the engineers. Well, hire the engineers or redeploy them. I'm sorry, I sound so angry and my husband would kill me. No, no. no. Suzanne, I think you're expressing views that a lot of people hold. And come back to the comparison you made with COVID. And a few few weeks ago, I said that during COVID, we learnt that there was no such word as can't. We recognised on Monday we needed something. And by hook or by crook, it was in place by close of business Wednesday or close of business Friday. We're in that kind of an emergency now. And we're still being told, oh, it's not as simple as that. It bloody well is. If you want it to be. You'd agree with me? She's there, son, too. You'd agree with me? Yeah, I am. I'm with you. Exactly, PJ. It is an emergency. And I'm sorry they seem still to be doing nothing about it. Everybody's gone quiet. We haven't, I mean, to my knowledge, have we heard from any of our local politicians, our local TDs that are in government? I mean, I'm sorry, PJ, I would love it if you actually, and you know I'm fairly level-headed, I will fight for the underdog, yes. You'd be what I'd call I, a centrist, Suzanne, in yeah, talking to I over am. the years. You'd be a centrist. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I would be a centrist. But honestly, it's the first time that I cannot excuse in any way the behaviour of our government. And you know the other thing that makes me angry, which is going to affect us down the line, mm. they have now given us in a place, on a place, to the left-wingers if an election were to come up. And then every house owner, if they get in, will then be taxed to the hilt and everybody will suffer then again. There's that so too. It's going, you know, I mean, it just, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a self-propagating issue the way they're handling it. Fair point. Suzanne, thank you for your call. 0818 96 96 96. She contacted us yesterday wanting to have her say on this. We'll get her in this morning. Thank you. Um, we are taxed to the hilt already, of course, you see. Um, that's the thing. Um, and I, I take her point there. Like, there are people on the left of politics, right, who think that because I'm lucky enough to be owning my house and supporting myself in my house and the same with Emer and the same with Fergal. There are those who think we're, that because we're lucky enough to have a house under our arses that we can pay more tax. Like, we're taxed to the hilt already. They get battered senseless every payday. I get me paycheck in one hand, I get, I get a beating, and I get what's left of it into the other hand. You know what I mean? 0818 96 96 96. Now let us take a landlord's point of view. And we've been wanting to do this for a while. And a lot of landlords are reluctant uh, to come on the show because, or any show, because they feel they're going to get a battering. I'm not going to do that. 
Nicholas Corkery is a landlord between himself and his family, quite a number of properties. And Nicholas, we're going to have a conversation. We're not going to have a row. But I want to hear your point of view. Will you wait for me till after the commercial break? I will indeed. Good man. Oh wait, one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six. So as I say, it's it's been always quite difficult to secure a, a conversation with a landlord. Yeah, someone who's got one or two places. Yeah, we've had them on before. But someone who has direct or indirect influence over a number of tenancies. So. Nicholas, we're not going to fight here. I'm, I'm going to give you your opportunity to, to, to lay your cards on the table. I would say to you that there's quite an amount of, of empathy out there with the position of landlords, particularly from, say, Maria, who was uh, the last person we had on. But you've got quite a number of, of holdings. Do you have anybody no, in receive an eviction order at the moment? No, PJ, and I thought the longest tenant we have is 27, 28 years. Okay. Coming down to probably 14, 15, 10 years, 6 years. Right. And we've never, ever had any issues with them. And like any good landlord, if they have good tenants, good paying tenants, no issues, no problem, why would they throw them out? Why would they try and put up the rents? See, I think a lot of it is that we don't know what everyone's circumstances are. I don't know your circumstances. You're the man in the radio, I assume you're earning big money. That's, you know... I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm well paid, Nicholas. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the mentality of people out there. And people would look at me and probably say, that does not fear him. Yeah. But nobody knows my circumstances behind closed doors. I have mortgages, I had bills, I have children in college. So, if, if a tenant will say, isn't paying, well then I must look down the road at, where do I go with this? I've only had one tenant in the last probably 10 years where I had an issue. Mm. The tenant was being paid. I'm being paid by the HAP scheme. Right. Oh, so you, ta- you take HAP, do you? I do, yes. yes. And do, do, tenant- do, do, do you have it across the board in your tenancies? or yes. do you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. yes, yes, yes. So we have a good relationship, with, we'll say, with the HAP scheme. And the tenant has to pay his contribution to HAP. If he doesn't pay his contribution, I get a, a warning letter that I'm not going to get paid. How quickly would you get that? Probably, we'll just say I get paid, we'll just say the 28th of the month, I'll know it on the twin, probably on the 22nd or 23rd that he hasn't made his contribution. So there's a great chance that I won't get my check on so, the 28th. So if you get your HAP money on the 28th of the month, I'm supposed to, if you're, I'm your tenant, I'm supposed to put X on top of it. I don't know yes. what that is, but it yes. doesn't really matter. Yes. So if I don't pay my X... I don't get paid from HAP, their, their portion of it. I see. So I have an agreement, we'll say, with a government-based body that they will pay me... But if he doesn't put in his or she doesn't put in their contribution, I don't get paid. Mm-hmm. We had it recently where a tenant didn't pay. I had to go knocking to the door. I'm being told, look, he's doing what he can to bring his arrears up, so on and so forth. One month gone. Then we're hoping that, right, we'll get a double check on month two. Month two comes, I get the second pink letter to be told, I'm not getting paid this month either. Mm-hmm. Now, this is falling into probably the first week of December so I've looked down the road at the alternative I had to get onto the RTB I didn't really know where to start I had to make a number of calls to find out how do I evict this tenant now when like How long RTB? would you give someone Nicholas? If well, they start- uh, this, this, this is where I'm going with it uh, Vijay I, got, I was told on we'll say the first week of December that I'd have to put 
stopped the process and it was a 28 day you have to issue the letter for, and that takes 28 days which they have 28 days to bring themselves up to speed with the rent and then you have to Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs learn more at UH1.com it's that time of the year Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Issued a second letter. I could have done that on the 6th of December. But... Mm. Rather than face the young fella and hand him the eviction letter on the run into Christmas and be called the biggest scab around Mellor for doing what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. But I, I issued it on the 6th of January, yeah. putting another month's rent on hold. So that was three months' rent I mowed now. I, I was owed two, nearly three grand. Right. Okay. Then he had the, the, the first eviction letter, so he got the 28 days. Um, had notified me um, after that month that he had been cut off the HAP scheme in the middle of November because of late payments. They never notified me. I see. So I'm four months in, in the red now, and I had to issue, on the 28th day, I had to issue him the fourth letter. Oh, sorry, the second letter for 28 days. Now, the eviction ban, correct me if I'm wrong here, Nicholas, didn't apply to him because he wasn't he, fully he up wasn't to speed with his payments. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Correct. So I'm five months, we'll say, nearly 5,000 in the red, and there's nobody looking out for me. I have my mortgage to pay. The government have come up with, 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 with this scheme. They're not following me through. They're not supporting me. Like, I have my own family to look after. What scheme and is like that you're talking about? Like, people looking in from the outside, they just see the bigger picture. There's no fear of him. Like, I'm 5,000 in the red, and no hope I'll probably ever get here. Right. The other tendencies I have, I've never had an issue. And I hope if some of them are listening there today, that they'd come on. And they backed me up. Mm. Mm. But I just think the government run with these schemes and they don't see them through. It's grand. And then they would like the threshold. Threshold told the man that um, he didn't have to leave. Now Threshold have bring me and they've told me, oh, he doesn't have to leave under section. I don't know what it was. Bloody bad. I had done everything to the letter of the law with the RTB. So I contacted the RTB to make sure. I had ticked all the boxes in the form. So when I issued him with the letter, we'll say, on the Friday evening, I also had to email Threshold at the same time. Oh, sorry, emailed um, the RTB at the same time with the same letter I had given him. Mm. I contacted him on the Monday to make sure I had ticked all the boxes in the form. They wouldn't even look at my email or entertain me to say whether I had done the letter to the letter of the law. So if I had made a mistake in dates, times, names, addresses, 
I was opening a can of worms to give him another 28 days. This is what they're talking about, isn't it, Nicholas? Yeah, when they say threshold, I think it was threshold as you said it, that there's about a third of the letters that have gone out to people are, are invalid. Oh, great. Now, yeah. now, I would have thought someone like yourself would be bright enough that if you do have a person who's troublesome with their rent, that you go, you don't, you don't write this thing off the top of your head, you go to your solicitor and get him or her to help you to write it. Did you do that? Yes. I spoke to my solicitor about the Hyo Dunabon there in the mail, and Dahi had said to me, I have to go according to the RTB. The RTB was the first step. And if he didn't leave after, we'll say, if the RTB is, well, then I'd have to, I'd have to be bringing him into, into the equation then. I see, but I see, I see. I did everything to the letter of the law according you, to the government guidelines. And you still, can't shift, you, you still can't shift an uncooperative tenant. Yeah. With regard to politicians, um, and I, I said... You know, that council meeting, uh, that council motion didn't go ahead last night in City Hall. Um, and my point was that I was wondering what 90 minutes of them shouting at one another would have achieved for anybody. But would you, I think, Nicholas, believe that too many politicians are scoring political points off one another and not addressing the problems? Well, that's, that's been it for a lifetime. Like, they're saying, you know, that they're trying to house everybody. I have four children at home and I have, I have a couple of acres of land and I'm quite happy to let them build on the land. But only one child can build on my land. So explain, we have the explain that one. to me. Explain that to me. So you they have a only, Right, you have four kids. Adults, yeah. are they? Yes, they're all, all in their, in their eight, 19s, 20s right. upwards. Right. Right. One living so, in France, one right. in London. If okay. they came home in the morning and they wanted to build, only one can build on my land. Right. This is a government scheme right. that they're trying to right. it's bring your in. Land. It's your land. Yes. But what they're trying to do is they want to push everybody into the towns. But they don't have the infrastructure there. They don't have the housing there because all my children are out of age to go now, we'll say. But there's nothing there for them. So why not leave us build in the bit of ground that we have and leave the government build their houses and give it to the people who need it inside closer to the town? While we have the facilities to look after our own, let us look after our own and every other person in the country that has a bit of land or a farm or whatever. Yeah. If they can look after their own, do so. Why be upsetting everything go, in the go, town? Go down to rural Kerry and a place I know quite well, uh, Fionach, which was a Gaeltacht area. And there's a place, there are places around that called Balian Nalucha. And, and there was another one, Balian Kum. They were all places like you where a family built their own houses on their own land with their own money and they set up little small townlands. Sure, that's all you want to do. Why won't you be let do it? It's just, just another idea that the government have come up with. No thought at all put into it. We'll run with this. Probably to do with a planning issue as well and scoring more money this way. But, you know, it's just, it's just one thing after another beating the good people, we'll say, beating everybody that's trying to pay in to the government system mm. but getting no no feedback or no kickback afterwards. Nicholas, you're probably too deeply embedded in this to be wanting to do it. You've, you've quite a, a number of holdings. If if you were a smaller landlord, would you be getting out? I would. I would, because I, I have one, I have one um, which are friends of ours, that they bought, we'll just say, they bought, they bought the, the property right. They bought it as an investment for their children. Then, we'll say, the COVID hit. They had a tenant who was out of work. The 350 was supporting his family. They got no rent. Mm. They, were, they, were, they were out of pocket in the thousands. 
I think the plan at the moment is to try and sell the house so that they can pay back what they owe. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's not just one. How many more around the country have fallen into that problem? Mm-hmm. And like it's, it's, it's there in black and white. Like it's, it has to be with, with the majority of those people. I suppose I'm lucky in one sense. One will fall back and maybe support the other. Do you know what I mean? We've been lucky in our, in our rental market down through the years that we haven't had many issues. Do you know? Mm-hmm. But like if I was just one property... I, there's no way you could support us. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you take a lot of the, I suppose, our, our teenagers today, or the, take my own, their 19s, 20s onwards, like, they're living for today. They're not putting away, they're not investing, you know, they're not putting their money they, they, in the bank. Nicholas, they can't. I mean, if they're they trying, if they're trying they to can't. rent and, and do, yeah. a, do an ordinary job and yes. pay rent, so where are they, yes. what are they going so, to save? How are they ever going to get on the property market? And this might be another reason where landlords are pulling the plug. That we just say, take, take me. My son came home in the morning from France <coughs> and said, Dad, I want to build. But I haven't a washer. Mm. Of course I do my best to help him. And yeah. if it means, God forbid, if he was sick in the morning, if it means selling something, I do it. Mm. Yeah. Now, it, 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 of course it's going to affect somebody somewhere. Well, well, ideally, if he's coming home from wherever he is, and he said, "Dad, I'm I'm ready to come home. I have a job secured, and and I need a place." Logically, logically, you could turn around and say, "Well, yeah. there's that such there's number seven there." Yeah. Um, you, would you move into number seven? I can't I can't give it to you for six months because I need to evict the, the 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 tenant. Would you do that? I I probably would. I won't tell a lie. Like, I think you'd be entitled my, to your own the damn place. My, my investments are for my children, like. Yeah. So, down the road, they're going to end up getting them anyway. Please God, you know. And, yeah. But, as you said, if I had to, of course I would. Number seven, I'm sorry, look, I'd, I'd give you six months. I'd probably give, her, give me a year. Yes. You know, I'd give them time. Yes. Same way as I, I, I did the last gentleman. I didn't issue the, the notice and, uh, you know... The one before Christmas, You're right? only going to give him a Christmas present of that letter. No, 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 no. One, one last thing, Nicholas, with regard to tax. And on the one hand, we hear that the, the landlord, particularly the small one, but maybe you can address it more generally. Particularly the, the, on the one hand, we hear that the landlord is fleeced by tax. And on the other yeah. hand, we hear that so much can be written off against tax. Somewhere in between is the truth. Are you being, if I'm paying you a thousand euro in rent per month, I'm what's, collecting what's five. That? You're collecting five. Yeah. And, and that's if a boiler, after if all a boiler the breaks down in, Yeah. And if a boiler breaks down in the morning, that has to go on over a five or six year period of claiming the tax back in that. Right. So like, I was just going to ask you that. So if my boiler, if my boiler goes pop, you yeah. can fix the boiler, you can return it against your tax, but... If I buy a new one, it's because it went well up. I trap set it over four or five years. I see. I see. But I, 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 I dished out the money today to my local helper. I see. You know? I see. And the plumbers like the and everybody else. Yeah. The government's great to, 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 to lay out all these schemes, but doesn't know to it. And the one last thing I would say to you, PJ, before we go, is, and I would argue this with my friends, we are all Mayfellers. You're comfortable with what you have. I'm comfortable with what I have. Yeah. The person we just said that might be a little bit below me, he may be struggling, but he's probably comfortable. But if we actually came together and stopped being so negative, you know, and trying to beat the, beat the next door neighbor or beat, you know, if we all actually pulled together for once, 
we you could know do what? our science in other countries. We could actually we could actually take the government down. Well, don't mind taking the government down, but but here's a thought, and it's a thought we've had many times. We have all the different parties inside in the Dáil and the Shannon and the Council shouting at one another. What if they all decided to sit down and actually fix it together? Do you think that could be done? Probably not. Because there was no way that one would agree with the other on anything. Ain't that the truth? They couldn't agree on what sandwiches to have at the meeting. Nicholas, thank you. Nicholas Corkery. Corks 96 FM.